Welcome to another episode of Trail and Errors. Just having to be quiet because there's other people camping around us. But we're basically packed up and ready to go. It's about half seven today. We had a little bit of a lie in until about half six. It's just very hard to fall, uh, very hard to wake up this morning. I thought I was in deep dreamlands. Had a really stressful dream last night that woke me up. I dreamt that Molly and I were walking along on a trail, on the trail through like this snow field basically and I came across um, came across a grenade a live grenade and the pin, the pin had been pulled out but so uh, so essentially like for those who don't know so grenades are like uh, kept on safety mode I suppose with a pin that goes through the top and like old school grenades I don't know about modern ones now but they used to have like a handle thing as well so you, you pull out the pin but until you release that handle, um, which is on like the side of the grenade, it won't like be actively live. And as soon as you've released that handle, you've got like five seconds to throw it or something. But um, so basically, I found I found this grenade on the floor. There was the pin next to it out, but the handle was still attached. And I gently like grasped it and put the pin back in. And Molly was like taking a picture of me as I was doing this and was like, "Lol, look how like." easy breezy we are about stuff like this now because you know we come across so many weapons on the PCT blah 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 anyway we then decided to throw it and I got really worried and then suddenly I was just really scared I was just going to drop it at my feet and I woke up really stressed out but that didn't really happen that was just a dream we ready to go ready to roll so heading off now it's a bit of a breezy morning it's actually quite warm, isn't it? It's not too bad. I just walk past these tents. trail yeah good morning how's it going so today you're joining us on a day where we don't really know too much about what's going on ahead it's just going to be a standard day of walking uh, hopefully oh hello river there you go yeah, hopefully we'll be able to put some good miles in today. We're basically spending today just seeing how far we can go because today will be the first day where snow isn't really much of a factor on the trail. I think we've got a couple of patches coming up, but that's it, um, hardly anything. And then also we're not going to be interrupted by anything time consuming like town or anything like that. So today is just a standard day of walking, but we're going to see how far we can get by the end of the day on what is predominantly now just a nice dry trail uh, yesterday we did 21 miles and that was with well we did just under 22 sorry and that was with um, a very big climb at the end and with a two and a half hour stop off in Sierra City for lunch which was lovely nice 
gut buster burger to fill us up. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of intrigued because we're coming across a lot of people now who are they're really starting to push the miles for one reason or another. Perhaps it's just how they do it, or they're you know kind of in a rush to get to Canada. Um, and you know, if they can do it, so can we. But we don't want to push ourselves. We just want to aimlessly see where we get. So and that's what you'll be joining with us today. I think today is going back to the routine of walking along a ridge line and uh, well sorry no going downhill which is what we're doing now and then going back up to the top of a climb about 1500 foot climb and then walking along ridge line and back down and then back up and ridge line and so on and so forth so yeah we really like those days because ridge line walks are absolutely beautiful so yeah come along join us and uh, I'll let you know if anything cool happens along the way currently going past a beautiful lake on our left. Getting close to the end of that first descent. It's been lovely. Winding our way through the open granite formations and pine trees. Looks like at the bottom here, there's a big old campground, a huge campground. Seems pretty busy too. Wonder, wonder if there's anything for us. I should really stop wondering that. But you know, just in case. Hammocks and tents laid out everywhere. It's a nice spot, that's for sure. That's Portaloos. Sometimes it's just nice to see facilities like that. bacon. Smell that. Makes me think of past like camping holidays with families. It's so nice. You just kind of plonk yourself in one nice spot and you just know it's kind of weird like it's not like a normal holiday holiday sorry where you get like luxury foods and eat out and stuff but just the thought of like a bacon sandwich in the morning or a tin of beans and sausages <laughs> it's like not luxury at all but in the moment it's just so nice and like homely and comforting and oh man family camping holidays were the best love them Smell bacon. Someone's cooking up bacon. They have these glampers here. No, I'm not. They have, they have bacon. They won't give it to us. Did you ask? No, no. They didn't offer, so <laughs> no. they're rude. <laughs> oh. You need a bear can? Uh, oh, yeah. No, I definitely, definitely don't need no bear hot one. Bear can. Possibly does belong to someone. If you really don't want to carry it anymore, you could just leave it. Yeah, I feel like that's what someone's done. It's like, fuck, why did I, I, why did I not that. ship this or yeah. sell it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Ugh, fuck it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Destroyed, aren't they? Mm. No. Getting new shoes in Chester. You do the Sierra with those? Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, at first I was really. Yeah, no, it's a good move. 
Yeah. They're, they're not too bad. I think it's one of those situations where, like, the only thing is that it lets in water. But yeah. I'm sure when I get my new pair in Chester, I'm going to know it's a massive difference. It's not. Oh, yeah. Put, like, lead in rocks and stuff as well. Oh, it's yeah. actually not too bad with that. Huh. It's just, like, any little puddle. I'll get wet. Mm-hmm. Last time I yeah, changed my... My shoes. Mm. It was a, it was a higher. I tried. One, oh. oh yeah. And I said, oh. Yeah. So cushion. much more cushioning. Yeah. Uh, yep. It takes a day to get, get used to them again, though. Hi. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. those are like a lot more flexible and mm. stuff, and yeah. you go around. Oh yeah. These yeah. like oh rock. Fuck. Oh really? Oh, I'm yeah. forced to get some new ones though. It's gonna be nice. Yeah. So do you want to use the facilities at all? We'll have breakfast here. Uh, I was wondering whether you wanted to throw your crap away. Oh, yeah. I do have a lot of crap. Not, like not my actual crap crap. Just Don't worry, I'm not carrying out poop. Rubbish. rubbish? Yeah, that's the one. Rubbish. Rubbish. Morning's been defined by some pretty tough climbs so far. Ooh wee! Just been like, not particularly tall. Yesterday's 3,500 foot one. Man, that was a beast of a climb. Today we only had about 1,500 foot elevation climb, but um, <clears throat> it was just like it was really long. And in the heat of the morning sun as well, just been sweating one out. Uh, I think Molly's. Feet and legs are hurting a little bit, so she's uh, she's a bit behind, and I think because of that we might well we're not might struggle, but at the moment we're kind of struggling to keep up the the usual good pace. We tend to do about six miles by sort of half nine, which is when we have breakfast. But we <clears throat> we're both running pretty low on energy this morning for some reason, so we stopped to have breakfast about nine. We'd only done about three miles in about well 3.5 in about two hours. Um, which kind of sucked because I felt like I was going really fast down the hill but it must have just been like coming up the hill was just slowing us down and obviously we had like a really brief stop at the campsite just to get rid of rubbish and I suppose a slow get up this morning so I think it all adds up together but you know it's, it's okay we're still going to see how far we can get today um, just touching a bit of snow first time in a while hello mate I need a little splodge but uh, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, like, we're still making good pace on the path because up until just that moment just then, like there's been no snow, it's been really nice and clear. We've had some lovely hillside views of just forest clad ranges all around us. It's been really, really beautiful. And we're going through the, uh, the forest whose trunks, whose bark is just covered in that beautiful iridescent uh, like green yellow lichen so a really really beautiful morning but just kind of I don't know trying to pick up well not trying to pick up anything really just trying to you know I'm in I'm particularly in the mood to get miles done today and to go fast and unfortunately today is just a day where Molly's in a bit of uncomfort so it does slow us down a bit 
but you know it's nothing you can control it's nothing you can do it's just the way of the hike really some days you just got to go with it and see what happens and hopefully by the end of today we still have a good good little record we kind of see everything is like beyond 20 miles those are free miles you know those are miles that are really helping us progress forward and also uh you know get to certain towns a lot quicker so yesterday we essentially had basically like 60 almost exactly 60 miles to go until quincy which is our next stop that was at the end of yesterday and uh so we calculated that if we did at least 20 miles a day obviously we would get there at the end of the third day which is kind of the, the plan was originally to get that the, on the third day from yesterday um but if we do any more than 20 miles today and tomorrow then that cuts down on how many miles we have to do to get to quincy the next day and because we just want to get in and out of quincy essentially just to you know uh, resupply and get food kind of similar to how we did in truckee the earlier we get in the better because a the stores will be open and b we can have a bit more time to find other food sources that we want maybe for lunch or for dinner or something like that or for breakfast depending what time we get there um, and we can generally just make a bit more of a moment of it as opposed to you know if we get there late in the day because we've had to do 18 or 19 miles to get there popping in and out in the evening in the hope that the stores are still open you know it could be a bit of a risky one we don't we don't really want to stay overnight anywhere until chester which is three days after quincy um so yeah like i'm trying to i'm for the past few days i've been trying to get us to the 20 mile mark relatively early on so that we can still have time and we still have energy to push on further and it's been going really really well like you know like yesterday i guess we only did just under 22 but that was after a really long break in town and you know days beforehand like 23 has been quite easy actually to do i mean our feet hurt by the end of the day but we can keep on pushing on um i'm just hoping that today we can still do that i guess we'll have to to wait and see there's always a fine balance between wanting to push the miles well not even push the miles but wanting to do more miles and wanting to make sure you're both having a good time out on the trail because uh, there's nothing worse than not having fun on the trail that's what we're out here to do the classic game of cat and mouse with the trail again as we uh, cut our way through this super dense pine forest which uh, is unfortunately full of snow but it's not a terrible snow and it's probably some of the I don't know first snow we've come across today I know I came across a few patches earlier but honestly they were like two second long patches you're like on them for a little bit and since then like around lunchtime and everything, we were just like walking along ridge lines and through granite formations and woodlands and it was really quite gorgeous actually, beautiful views of all these different lakes around us. Salmon Lake, I think was the name of one. Um, yeah, there's just so many of them. Round Lake, Summit Lake, and now we kind of dipped into this forest, which is the densest forest we've been in, I think, so far. Honestly, it really is, and it's quite 
in some ways it makes it easier to see where the trail may be because there's gaps between the trees where the trail has been set but in other ways it's just uh it's like a maze it's just so hard to keep track of the direction you're going it's quite disorientating and on the ground there's really whoops there's really not many uh, footprints to follow which is kind of classic there's nothing new there he is, there's the trail. The Paikai Tai. Paikai Tao, sorry. Hey. That's nice. Yes, we had lunch on top of this hill overlooking a lake and it was gorgeous. Stunning views all around us. Behind us there were mountains, well, not mountains, but low elevation mountains with uh, sporting the usual dark green of forest. And then in front of us, cutouts amongst that forest where big, dark blue lakes play just sat there big bodies of beautiful water sometimes with boats cutting across them which made us jealous and uh, yeah we've been doing well actually since then since this morning we've done quite a good mileage and we're kind of just keeping our heads down and not really looking at it or thinking about it just getting the job done just walking making sure we keep on moving but uh it is interesting because Today I think Molly's feeling quite homesick and I've been there too, I've had my own little moments, we deal with homesickness differently. Molly likes being comforted when she feels homesick whereas I quite like to express my feelings when I'm alone so I often like have a little cry or something like around the corner or when I'm looking at a view on my own. I'm waiting for Molly to catch up or something like that. That's when, that's when I feel it and express it. But yeah, um, it just begs the question, really. Like homesickness is inevitable when you're out here doing something like this. And how do you deal with it when you're on the trail? Because you really can feel isolated. And you really can feel very strange about it because you're amongst absolute beauty. And she was saying earlier when she was upset that you know she felt spoiled because of it because she was sat here surrounded sat there sorry surrounded by gorgeous views of lakes and forests and mountains and valleys yet she couldn't help but feel like she didn't want to be there at that moment she wanted to be back at home with her family and it's kind of particularly for us internationals you're so far from home and how do you find comfort when you're out on the trail super isolated how do you find that comfort to deal with homesickness? And it's quite interesting. I'd be interested to hear view, uh, a few viewers or listeners' points of views on how perhaps they've dealt with homesickness in the past when they've been far away from home or somewhere where perhaps you know they really can't just contact home or get anywhere near it. Um, because sure, we've all felt homesick when... I don't know, we've been at university or away from home for a while, and, but you're still often in the same country and it doesn't take too much to get in contact with your family or you know, even just head home. I've, I've been there before where I've been at university down in Cornwall, four or five hour drive away from home and I've felt super isolated, but really, you know, I'm just a phone call away. But out here, you know, it's just in, it's an interesting conundrum. How do you deal with that? And uh, I think the way that I deal with it, 
and the way that I like try to support Molly with it is by saying every step is taking you closer to home. Every mile that we do brings us closer to home. Every day that goes by, we get closer, and it's and that is true. That is true. Every step we take, every mile we do, you do get closer to home in a in a sense. You kind of get closer to home in the way that you know you're getting closer to finishing the PCT. It doesn't necessarily mean you go home straight away. If we were to finish the PCT in like a month, probably use some of that extra time just to enjoy and relax in Canada or something like that. But you know, you get closer to that day where you can fly home, um, and that does sometimes help. But then at times you think about, okay, that is true, but I'm not going to get there tomorrow. I've got still over half the miles to go. Sometimes that's real tough. I think that's when California really can drag people down because you're just kind of stuck in California for such a long time, for well over half of the trail itself. You can feel like you're really making progress like we have been feeling for the past few days. And then, you know, you feel homesick and you think, well, been doing really well and then you think about it in your head and you're just like home is so far away and I've got it easier because my parents are coming out soon my parents come out in July um and I'll be seeing them sort of like mid-August around my birthday and so will Molly and Molly's super looking forward to that because that's going to make her feel more comforted more at home as well so I've kind of got it easier because two of the massive essential things of homesickness are going to come out and see me so you know in like a month's time or so I'll be I'll be sorted for a while but um yeah no it's just interesting like how do you deal with that because it can be a day in day out kind of feeling of you know you're putting in so much effort on the trail you're walking so hard so many miles and uh you are making progress, but in the grand scheme of things, it just doesn't seem like you are. And sometimes when you want to get home, you're just like, it can be a complete mind twist. So yeah, if you've got any, any like, I don't know, not suggestions, we're not looking for suggestions, but just any remarks on how you've dealt with homesickness before and what kind of situations, I'll be really interested to hear. You could drop us an email on trailerinarrows, uh, uh, sorry <laughs> trailers at uh, hotmail.co.uk I think no that's wrong okay don't do the email but you can send us a message on Instagram um, or via Facebook or something like that hit us up on personal messages or even just on our trail and errors Instagram yeah I'd just be really interested to find out how other people have dealt with it because this is the first time I've been away from home for it's not the longest time I've been away from home, but like it's just the first time I've been so isolated. Don't have any really most days any way of contacting home whatsoever. And uh, yeah, all you've got is your own mind. Is a mind game out here to keep your sanity and to keep you motivated. It's a tough one. such a good breeze I literally just sat down I am sweating it out oh my days I haven't been so sweaty in a long time it's been hot recently like not a cloud in the sky 
kind of beating down heat um but not until today have i really felt it again since like southern california kind of forgot how hot some of that got this isn't anything like the end of southern cali i remember specifically some of those like absolute desert conditions that we went through towards the end where it was just like beating down and you, and you had no shade whatsoever at least i'm walking through forests but it was just a moment where i've been walking through forest for such a long time i then had like a minute out in the sun and i just started pouring sweat it was just beating down on me i'm not going to make any predictions on how hot how hot it is i have no idea i don't have a clue but it's hot enough that when you've got some weight on your back that's uh yeah it real gets you going it's uh it's a hot sticky mess right now i'm so sweaty honestly i wish you guys could see the state of my shirt right now the mud salt sweat and quite frankly milkshake stains all over it man i look like a mess oh, welcome to hiker trash life Whew. i was thinking about it actually i haven't i forgot to do this shirt in the laundry when we're in tahoe so this hat this shirt hasn't been washed since bridgeport where we washed it by hand in a bathtub ah, that's a long way to go we're not going to do laundry until we get to chester so that's probably like pretty much a week away Grand. i stink in a situation right now where there's a where oh yeah just eating so I came around the corner and there was a female deer walking up the path okay. there's a female deer walking up the path with a baby fawn and they couldn't see me so I stopped and they came around the corner to where I was and then obviously the mum saw me turned around and scarped but the fawn was kind of not with it and didn't really recognise that I was here and then the fawn I think they might have gone off now and then the fawn kind of saw where I was and like scarped but it ran past where the mum went the mum just went around the corner and then up into a bush and the fawn just like sprinted down the path a bit further and I, I thought maybe it dashed into another bit of the bush so I kept on walking then I saw the fawn like walking back up the path looking for its mum and I was like oh shit so I walked backwards and came back around the corner to give it space and then Molly came joined and we saw the fawn come bouncing bouncing along all the way and then he got like I don't know what like five feet away from us six feet away from us you can put his hand out as in like no not for you mate yeah I did yeah I didn't well honestly they I don't know what was going on but they really couldn't see me like when I was I was stood where we were, yeah. and the mum came to like here, and then saw where I was. So like less, like closer to where the fawn was. So I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't want the fawn to keep on coming and then be like, oh my god, they're right there in Scarpa. So I let him know that I was here, and then he came. He went prancing back, and then eventually the mum popped out from the bushes and it's gone down the path as well. So. Oh my god, it was so, it was so cute. <laughs> it was so, and it stopped like so close to us and just looked at us, just like. Just like Oh, that you're not my mum. And then it went bouncing back. I'll probably see them again somewhere down here. 
That's super cute. That was a really young one as well. It's still all fluffy. We set up camp by, what was it called again? Western Branch Bear Trap Creek. What? Bear? Yeah. Huh? Bear Trap. Something bear? I know. Travesty, right? Well, it's something to say, unusual name. <laughs> is it? Very original, is it? Yeah. It's not like everything out here is called bear something. Mm. Oh. The hike is coming. Huh? Like the hike is coming. Yeah, it's a nice spot among the trees. We're right below a load of massive pine trees. Actually, that one's a bit dead. I hope branch doesn't fall. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... And there's that one as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would suck. I don't know if that would reach us if that actually fell for me. I think it would. That would crush me if it did. I'm going to eat a Snickers bar because I'm starving. Do it. We've done... It was like 21 and a bit miles today, which isn't too shabby, similar to yesterday. But today it was just, it was hard slogging. There was homesickness, there was general illness, uh, heat, it was a pretty hot day today, a couple of climbs and stuff. It's just one of those days. It's just one of those days, you, you can't always like have them. Every other day you've been feeling good and just today you don't feel good. Yeah. I am genuinely hoping tomorrow is a better day. Yeah. Like that we could go a bit further and stuff like that. That would be that would be really really nice. I just want to like close that gap in on Quincy because I don't want Quincy to be a rush, nor do I want it to be like a oh we have to sleep overnight, having done you know 18 miles kind of thing. But if that's the case, that's if the that's case. the case, that's the case. But I'd want to do. I still want to get a good set of miles done on Quincy. I wouldn't then want like a less than 20 day again, two, two in a row, because it's very easy to set yourself back. But today, 21, I'm feeling good about that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, the people that just overtook us, I, I was like, oh, they must have overtook us some other point, because they were the ones who were saying they'd do 28s and 30s and stuff. Yeah. So... It's kind of nice that it's only taken them, it's taken them two days to get to us. That's true. That's true. Oh, it's mosquito glow. I'm going to get into the tent in a second and get cooking. Rice tonight. But yeah, all in all, in conclusion, today was a pretty, pretty tough day. It took us through a lot of different landscapes. We were up along ridge lines, open, rocky. I was thinking it was rocky. quite boring today because it really? was just in woods. Yeah. No, nice. I thought, like, we started off with... Quite an open uh, descent down through like Lakeland and like rocky granite formations and things like that. And then we went and dived into some woodlands. There was super dense woodlands with snow in them. There was super pretty open woodlands. Traversing along a lot of hills. I mean, there was a lot of woodland to be fair. You are right. But I quite like, I love walking through the woods. It's so nice. And we saw the deer with its fawn. That was, nice. that was my favorite bit of the day. Yeah. Um, I spoke to a hiker today who was awesome I've never met him before he was an older chap he's doing another 190 miles and then he's quitting the PCT he says this year is just not the year for him why is he doing 190 miles because he wants to get to his 900 mile mark oh so did he he, he flipped he, yeah he didn't do Sierra 
Um, he was really happy though, but he was just like super homesick. He missed his wife a lot. It must be hard when you have a wife. Yeah, and I was saying to him, it must be hard when you live in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you walk away from home the whole time. You don't have that. There's a lot of like Canadians out here who, who are literally walking home. And that must be really nice because literally every step is bringing you closer to home. But yeah. the other way around must be really, really tough. Um, yeah, but he was super cool. I won't say his name or anything just because uh, I didn't ask whether I could. But we had like a really nice long conversation just about like homesickness and and uh, yeah, just stuff like that, which was really actually well timed because. I've been talking about homesickness today because Molly's been feeling pretty homesick. How are you feeling now? Any better or are you still um, a bit... I'm okay. I just, like, in the end accepted, like, I feel like sometimes a PCT is like a mini life. <laughs> like, stripped down to its basis. And some days, you know, in life, most days you feel good. It's fine. And then some days you just, you just feel bad and everything seems to go wrong and you just have a negative outlook and you just all you've really got to do is accept that it's you're just having a, a low day and yeah. tomorrow will be better yeah that is true so like it's not a forever feeling no hopefully tomorrow will be better that'd be nice I hope you feel better tomorrow Thank you. but yeah I was just like it's just interesting I was talking to the listeners about how do you deal with homesickness when you're so isolated? Yeah, you have no, there's no access to any comforts. Like at least, you know, when I felt homesick after moving away from my family and like living away, you could cook something that reminds you of family. You could. You could call them. You could call, yeah, you could call them. You could. I don't know, meet up with friends and yeah. distract yourself. Yeah, whereas out here it's very, yeah. like, if you feel lonely, it's very hard to not feel lonely. Because even when you meet other PCT hikers, I mean, I guess that kind of helps it a bit. But at the end of the day, you, you're all lonely. <laughs> and you're all far away from home, so it doesn't really help that much. So, yeah, it was just, I, was, I just thought it was interesting. Different ways to think when you're homesick and how some help some don't sometimes you do have to just be like well there we go i feel homesick and that's just how it is today sleep on it and hopefully tomorrow will be better but yeah i'm gonna get into the tent because i'm getting yeah, eaten alive eat and also you can talk in the tent i know but i've got other chores i want to do and i don't want people okay. to hear having me doing chores so. okay. um but yeah bonway cheers for joining us today i hope it was a good one for you guys uh lots of thoughts today about yeah, just shit like homesickness and and the changing environment and all that. Um, and hopefully you guys join us tomorrow for what may be a better emotional day. Ciao, chat.